Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Welcome to Parents' Rights Now. I'm Suzanne Gallagher. Well, it's taken me a little bit of time to get back in the saddle. I've been out of town. And, uh, you know, it's always hard to come home after uh, a great vacation. But this time it was particularly difficult because I'm returning to Oregon where we have a shutdown, quote, quote, a shutdown. um, And it just doesn't seem like there's really a need for it, especially when it comes to public schools. And this is what we're hearing from parents right, left, and center. They just don't understand why we need to be doing this. Uh, In addition, we're getting reports on the news. I just saw Tucker Carlson all of these schools, primarily in blue states, are remaining shut down and keeping kids from participating in the typical classroom situation that is so beneficial for them. So I know it's kind of trivial to say this, but I really do feel your frustration. Well, today is December 1st, and we've just wound up a month promoting parents' rights in education. November is Parents' Rights in Education Month. And I just realized that I had not actually addressed that in our podcast. I've been interviewing great leaders from other states and telling you about that, but I did not, and I I apologize, I can't believe I didn't talk about Parents' Rights in Education Month please do subscribe to our news alerts because we have been featuring it there. Primarily, it's the month of November, but it can go on all year round, actually. We should be contacting all of the governmental uh, bodies, local, county, school boards, county commissioners, and legislators, and encouraging them to endorse Parents' Rights in Education Month. We're asking all parents who care about their child's education to contact their local school board and ask them to adopt our proclamation affirming the rights of parents to influence policy and curriculum decisions, the heart of every school. The primary issue with today's schools is the shift of influence in our public school system away from parent involvement Parents today care about curriculum, and they care about the state and district policies infringing on their rights, their rights to make decisions, 
about and with their minor children. The government has infringed upon these rights, and it's time to reestablish and restore our rights. We are starting at the local level with our, with our school boards. Now, these boards are elected governing bodies who decide policy, and they select curriculum, and they have drifted away from their responsibility to represent the community and the parents. School board members legally have the power to create and change school policies, and yet superintendents often encourage members to comply with requests from state departments of education and the teachers' union. Our proclamation is simple. We're simply asking school boards, who do you represent? The proclamation establishes an understanding between school districts and their communities. And it's a win-win for everyone. Okay, so let's, let's explore a little bit why November. Why have we chosen the month of November? In 2005, the Ninth Circuit stole parents' rights, presiding over Alaska, Washington, Oregon, California, Montana, Idaho, Nevada, and Arizona and Hawaii. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals found in Fields versus Palmdale School District, quote, that the Meyer-Pierce right of parents to direct the upbringing of their children does not exist beyond the threshold of the school door. The court stated, quote, we conclude that the parents are possessed of no constitutional right to prevent the public schools from providing information on the subject of sexuality to their students in any forum or manner they select, unquote. These efforts compromise inalienable rights of parents to raise their children with the value system they choose and are contrary to the spirit of the local public school district. Mandating parents' rights do not exist. So passing this is very, very important. On this page on our website, we have uh, information about the proclamation, and I will um, read it to you now. I think you'll be impressed. In recognition of the vital importance for education excellence, and the meaningful collaboration between the school district and families, we recognize November as Parents' Rights in Education Month. Whereas, we acknowledge parents are a child's first and foremost educator and have the primary responsibility for the education, care, and training of their children. And, whereas, education is comprised of a range of activities, by which families and communities teach knowledge and skills, including ethical and behavioral norms and traditions. And whereas fairness and equity must be afforded to all students and families in the school district. And whereas public schools need cooperation and support of all parents. And whereas the parent-child relationship 
shall be honored and supported by teachers, counselors, administrators, and school board members. Therefore, we declare November Parents' Rights in Education Month, affirming the constitutional right of parents to direct the education and upbringing of their children. Now that's pretty straightforward, pretty simple. So let me give you a little recap of what happened in the month of November. Many parents did approach their school boards and they did it in a variety of ways. Uh, some sent the proclamation on ahead. In fact, we, we have a, um, an instructional sheet, what we call tips for communicating with your school board and for presenting the proclamation. So it's a little bit different in every, in every school district how you do it, but um, we had a surprise. When we announced Parents' Rights in Education Month a few weeks ago, we were not aware an Oregon County Board of Commissioners was taking it in con into consideration. So we are now extending a hearty thank you to the Yamhill County Board of Commissioners for recognizing November Parents' Rights in Education Month. We extend our appreciation to Commissioner Mary Sterrett, the Vice Chair, for bringing the proclamation to the agenda, and for Casey Cullough, Chairman, and Rick Olson for passing it. So what we learned was that actually our proclamation is not for school boards only. The Yamhill County Proclamation was a pleasant surprise as pre-members approached many school boards over the last two years. In 2019, last year, after the first reading at a work session, one district heartily endorsed it, only to face attack from the local teachers union. I'm going to share that story in just a minute. Another Oregon district followed suit only to change the verbiage significantly, altering the meaning, replacing the word board with teachers. Twice, parents in Austin, Texas, made attempts by presenting the proclamation at public meetings. And recently, Fort Worth ISD parents gathered 200 signatures on a petition calling for pre-month adoption. The board administrator promised a board vote, which was recanted on the day of the meeting, claiming that they needed more time for community input. Hey, no problem. We have all year to work on this. Let's go back to that story uh, that I wanted to share with you about Oregon. In October 2019, Malala Oregon School Board passed a resolution declaring November Parents Partnership in Education Month. They changed one word. That's okay. And this proclamation affirmed the constitutional right of parents to direct the education and upbringing of their children. At a following November 21st work session, after receiving pressure from the teachers union the Malala School Board voted to rescind the original Parents' Rights in Education resolution 
and replace it with one acceptable to the Oregon Education Association. The new resolution affirms parents' partnership with teachers, not their elected school board, and acknowledges anti-discrimination laws, not parents' rights. The Oregon Education Association school representative pressed Malala School Board to usurp parents' rights. The replacement resolution was not published for the public to review prior to the vote. Are you getting that? So when we showed up, there was absolutely no opportunity to speak. This statement was found at the bottom of the document written prior to the meeting. Quote, adopted this 21st day of November, 2019, unquote. Again, in other words, the board proclaimed victory before there was a vote taken and before there was any public comment. They voted to rescind the previous resolution, which had been adopted by the board, and replace it in a single vote without any opportunity for public comment. Talk about pressure, pressure by the teachers union. Anybody with minimal understanding of Robert's rules knows neither of these actions are lawful and proper procedure. So what we've learned from this experience is that all city, county, and state boards are welcome to recognize parents' rights in education month. You're probably asking yourself, why, why even do this? Where did the idea come from? Well, actually, we were inspired by some other groups who have established certain days, weeks, and months dedicated to their uh, committed agenda. Uh, for example, uh, the city council in Canby, Oregon, a small town in Oregon, was encouraged to adopt International Transgender Day. If these small cities and counties are approached by some of these other groups, why wouldn't we, an advocate for parents' rights in education, not consider approaching them with our proclamation. It's a win-win situation, guys, and it gives you a great opportunity to approach these small governmental bodies, including your school board, and to establish whether or not they, in fact, are willing to support parents' rights. If they choose not to, not to vote, not to even consider it, then you have to assume that they are hesitant to adopt parents' rights. And if they choose then to vote on it and vote against it, you will know which members of those boards are not supporting parents' rights. And then you can act accordingly. It gives you a great opportunity to put forth competition, competition for those seats on those boards to represent your views 
and your rights. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to subscribe to our future podcasts. Go on our website and click on the podcast icon. Do you know any parents who don't have time to read? This is the perfect solution. Perfect thing to do when you join our organization is to present the proclamation to your local school board. We make things easy for you with parents' rights and education, and we'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Hope to see you soon. Bye-bye.